What's going on, guys? Cruising Podcast. Welcome back. Today, we're going to talk about two very interesting documentaries that we got to see this past weekend. The uh, Hulu, that Hulu and FX documentary uh, about Britney Spears, framing Britney Spears. Uh, I've been seeing it a lot on TikTok and on social media and been hearing a lot about it. So I want to talk about that today. And also, we're going to talk about The Social Dilemma, the Netflix documentary about all these uh, social medias and stuff like that. Uh, really interesting documentaries. So I want to start first with the Britney Spears, framing Britney Spears. Because um, I had no idea. I remember growing up hearing about the whole Britney Spears story, right? Uh, you know, shaving her head. Oh, she went crazy, this and that. As a kid, I didn't fully understand it. You know, I just thought, oh, wow, like she went crazy, you know, like like anybody else. And then I kept hearing about this documentary. We watched it today. And being older now, right, and like really getting to understand how manipulative and powerful the media is. That's why I'm glad that we saw both of these today and we're going to talk about them in the same episode. Because I feel like these two documentaries actually kind of go hand in hand. Right. Um, because with Britney Spears, it kind of shows about the manipulation of the media, the the how evil the media can be and tearing down and like relying on someone having a mental breakdown to make a profit the paparazzis all these companies that at one point even said oh Brittany keep doing you your downfall is giving us views yeah. so you have this portion of media then you also have social dilemma that's talking about how it's changing the culture and it can cause a civil war within the country and dividing people and causing depression and it they're two huge things and it's both associated with media it's just in two different periods and i feel like it really correlates i'm glad we watched both of them together so with the britney spears it's this whole story of what's going on with her and conservator the conservatorship <laughs> where basically you're not mentally capable or making your own of making trip. your own financial business decisions and how she how it led to her being to that point. And this movie, this documentary really gave a good insight as to really going deeper into what happened, right? Cuz one thing we know with all these medias and national networks and one and it, it's funny cuz if you notice it's all the same people in these networks, right? All the same TV hosts, all the same uh, interviewers and in these networks throughout the years. You can go from Britney Spears to Tom Cruise to any actor. And it's usually the same TV hosts that are always asking these personal, intrusive questions just to get a reaction out of you. It's always the same agenda. And then when these people react or they have they snap at these people... Boom, you got your headline, you know? And this movie, this documentary really talks about that. And it kind of gave a background on Britney Spears that I didn't know. She I mean, she started at 10 years old. She was on, Britney Spears was on the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. And at that time, I think, like, Ryan Gosling was in it. Yeah, I think so. And was Justin Timberlake in that too? I maybe, no. I could have sworn I think it was Ryan, Go yeah, Ryan Gosling and Justin Timberlake, which funny no, I, I think it was. I think it was Justin Timberlake. Yeah, and Ryan Gosling no, as well. I don't, I don't yeah, know. they were both young and they were together. I remember I seeing that. I don't know. Um, she was in the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and it kind of goes through her career starting young and that whole thing and how she got to that. And I thought this documentary was really good. It was really interesting because it's giving you a true insight on what she was going through and that's one thing that these media outlets don't care about they don't care and I, um one of the people in the documentary said it they don't care to know how you're doing they're just gonna say you're crazy and that's the headline oh unfit mother this that and that's it i mean and you still see that today right now i think celebrities have a little bit more freedom in the sense of they have their own social media account you don't you don't have to go on a tv network anymore to promote your movie. to promote yourself or who you are as a person that's why and i think that's a very empowering thing that these tv networks are i'm glad that they're not doing as well as they were before because it's not cool man i mean with this britney spears thing you see they were making fun of her on every tv network on like those that jeopardy 
game was it Jeopardy? Not Jeopardy. The uh, one of those game shows. Yeah. Oh, what what has Britney lost this last year? And they made it a joke into a game show. And this is someone's actual life, and it's terrible. So basically, I, I what how I took it is that you see this really sweet person of Britney Spears, right? Starting young, she started young talented everything going well this is in the 2000s in the 2000s you don't have social media you don't this is just straight tv networks and tv publicity and you know you have people saying oh why is she dressed so slutty she's not a good role model you know the usual complaints from people when a star at a certain age or you know what whatever right same shit and when you start to actually see what was going on, her dad was not there very often. He was more of, oh, she's gonna make us money. That's what. That's what. That's the, the kind of imp- like impression I got. And I think one of her workers said, what "Was that she said that? Oh, I can't wait till she makes money so she can buy me a boat. Mm-hmm. Remember? Yeah. And she and and uh, there's a clip of that of uh, the documentary about one of the workers. She's like, that's all I'm gonna say about her dad. So he wasn't there that much." And then I think what was going on was she was reaching this height of fame. And it's kind of, it's crazy seeing this overnight. So that's what she was explaining it as. It felt like this overnight, you just wake up one day and you're famous. And it's so crazy because you see her performing uh, uh, one more time, maybe one more time at a mall. And then next thing you know, she's doing a music video. She's doing concerts and tours that rise to fame. And... It's just so interesting, and then I I think everything started happening when she started dating Justin Timberlake, and if you notice, it's not like that. You can't do that now. No. Uh, you don't see these big couples going on TV networks and making their relationship this big thing. People try to get information from it, but you don't see that anymore, um, because it, it's it's toxic. You know, you, you look at uh, here for example, when she started going out with Justin Timberlake, it was all about oh. I mean, really in personal, intrusive questions, asking if she's a virgin, if she's had sex and this and that, right? And then for, I don't know what was it, what it was that happened. They broke up, right? And then, but she was saying, no, like, I'm not that type of person, whatever. But then Justin Timberlake, on the other hand, was on podcasts saying. Or radio shows. Radio show, yeah. The podcasts weren't a thing yet. Saying, oh, yeah, that he slept with her, this and that. And it's really messed up on because it wasn't even like a professional question they're like oh so did you fuck her they literally said it like that and i was like that's on a radio show and then justin timberlake was like oh yeah yeah you know i was like ooh, like that you know that's you shouldn't answer that yeah you don't that's none of your business you know and then when that happened they started labeling her a whore and that she cheated on him and like justin was the was the the Victim. victim And then apparently that's when he started making this music. I believe it was a Cry Me a River. Cry Me a River. Or one of those songs. And the music video, the woman is a blonde. And it's like if she broke his heart and is walking away. And that, and that sense, it kind of makes him look like the asshole. He, uh, he came out recently apologizing. When? Um, I still was an article about him apologizing to her, but it's like. This is years later. You're gonna you apologize now when the documentary's out. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you apologize. Yeah, after you've been exposed for being yeah. a dick. and and then their popularity became a huge thing. And then once once that's a such you know, then their breakup was even a bigger deal, right? And then and it just kept going. Music. And then he made the song. And then people were just tying things together. Like if she cheated on him, it was just unnecessary drama towards her. Yeah, it's like what they're saying in the in the movie or documentary that it, they they treat like a high school drama. Yeah, and that's that's what it is. I mean, and they treat it like a high school. It's like, like, who cares? Yeah, and you know, you when you see this, you really understand the toxicity. They even interviewed paparazzi's from that time, and how they're saying there was points where, if they were able to get shots of Britney walking, fucking from her house, or get like a, if you can catch a picture of them off guard, these studios were offering dollars. up to a million dollars. That's crazy. That's you know how tempting yeah. money will make you do anything. You if you hear, I'm, I'm sorry, a million dollars, and all you gotta do is to take a picture of a celebrity. Yeah. 
It brings out all those temptations. Dude, that's so dangerous because, like, dude, those people would mean they'll do anything. And, and you see it. We saw in the documentary there was a clip of two two Guys paparazzi's fighting. fighting each other to get a to get video of her. And they, there are so many of them that they bumped into each other and they were trying to get the shot and they started fighting each other. That's how glued in these people are. And we kind of look at these videos for fun just to kind of analyze it. These old paparazzi videos, they still do it today where it's just not they're, cool. they're, it's like a bunch of wild animals, just like a bunch of sheep just blindly. I don't think, I don't think they get paid as much now though. No, I don't think so. It's not as... No one they're cares. They're not as powerful you know anymore. No, why? Because magazines... Who, who the fuck reads a magazine Those now? are not powerful. They're not powerful anymore. Now yeah. you have social media. And it's such a crazy thing because they're just like these mindless, these mindless creatures following you around with a camera, just mindless, like completely inconsiderate, no empathy on the other person. And then, yeah, they'll be like, oh, yeah, we like the paparazzi. No, I was asking her, hey, like, is everything okay? But you're asking her while you're filming her. You're just trying to get more footage, you know? And how? Yeah, that, that paparazzi guy. He was trying to sound like he tried to sound like the better person, but, but like, at dude, the end of the day, you were still filming because you were trying to get your money. Yeah, you're, you're still a dick. Be, like, take it for what it is. You were trying to make your money, and that was it. And at first, she was nice about it. Even the paparazzi said it. Like she understood. Okay, like this is I'm famous, and you're. It was, but the, it was too much. There was footage of her at a gas station in a bathroom. That, that's bad. And they were in the gas station, flooded. They flooded the whole gas station. And she was going through like a divorce and custody and this. And it's a lot. And with the Justin Timberlake thing, they're saying, oh, what did you do? What did you do? Yeah, just blaming her. They never asked him. And saying that she's an unfit mother and just all these negative things. And this is something that the big media still does. They get things out of context to label you because everybody likes a bad just negative clickbait story headline yeah like she tripped with their baby and they and they mm-hmm. got a picture it's all about pictures and then oh unfit mother like she yeah. almost out her baby and that's taxing and the funny thing is about this documentary and social dilemma that we're gonna get into after this they both social dilemma mentions Truman Show but this movie this was happening in 2000s. Truman Show came out like in 96. And I think this is a beautiful, like Truman Show is a beautiful prediction of what happens right after the movie came out. Five, six, ten years later of just, it feels like that where anywhere you go, there's cameras surrounding you everywhere. You're constantly being watched. Like your reality's altered. Like this is not who you are. You have to go and give off this certain persona for people and and it, I don't know, like Truman Show really nailed that, and it's something that's talked about. And it reminded me, this documentary reminded me a They're lot. They're asking of that. about her sex life. They and... like, it's to that point where they want to know everything about you. Like if we, we, they're watching you twenty four seven, just like Truman Show, and we don't even know what's going on in her head. And it's a line in Truman Show. He's like, "You never had a camera in my head. You don't know what I'm thinking," because everybody's like, well, "That's like." watching Britney Spears they're constantly like like if they know what she wants or what she needs or that she's a bad mother you don't know her you know and it's something that still goes on today where you you can get a picture out of context put a headline and that's it you know I mean and there's interviews and people they interviewed her about paparazzis and asking oh would you want them to stop is that something that you want and she cried like saying yes you know and like and these television hosts don't give a shit they don't care no, they just want you they want you to cry on there they want those people are so sick those people are animals they're, they're sick I, I think they're sick yeah those people have no and that's why most of them either got caught with accusations or they're fired you know yeah, that you see like, those people have like a black fucking heart and those it's cruel and you see that but Tom Cruise same thing like asking personal questions and he yeah. was like why are you like just to label you real quick and with this whole Britney Spears thing, what what I saw here is she snapped. She said, you know what? Like, fuck all of this. She shaved her own head. She didn't want to be that symbol. You guys want to make me as this symbol and take pictures of me all the time? I'm shaving my head. Like, it made her do that drastic change of just to rebel and just say, you know what? I'm done. Here you go. I'm not that same person anymore. You strip that away. I'm bald now. Do what you want with that. Nobody wants to see that. Everybody wants to see, you know. And she, they, they made her snap. They really did. I mean, Jay Leno, David Letterman. These are all clips in the documentary, making fun of her. You know, 
game shows oh like it, also what did britney lo- lose this last year and people were like her hair <laughs> her husband her marriage like that's in a game show like that's how somebody else's stress and problems and tragedies in their life that's there it's being used as a game show <laughs> on yeah, television that, that's like pretty bad you know how dehumanizing and evil that is pretty bad that's like the culture that we live in and and she that's terrible you know and i, I saw and it, it's you see it in such a different light and then obviously when all that happened the mental breakdown all that then her, that's when her dad came in with the lawyers and they did that uh conservatorship uh, conservator conservatory where it's basically signing off this legal thing where she's not mentally capable of dealing with her financials and business decisions. That's it. And they made her like she signed like they had her sign it permanently. And there was this like entrepreneur guy that Sam something guy that apparently they were like drugging her and using her for her money and trying to get her and you know, it's all how can they use you when you're most vulnerable? And then that's when her dad came in with the lawyers. And till this day, she's trying to fight to get back her ownership of everything. Her financials, her decisions are not hers. And it's crazy because you see... Dude, they, they, made, they took everything They did her. negotiations for her. So they brought, they gave her this big comeback, right? She came back and she was... But maybe she didn't want to do it. And they gave her record deals. She was on TV shows like How I Met Your Mother. She was doing hit records, stuff like that. She was performing... But guess what? All that money was going towards her dad, his people, and then to her. And she didn't even have access to that money. She was like a puppet. They were just like, okay, we got you in this. We got you in that. We got you in that. Go go make us money, basically, like a puppet. Yeah. And she got that residency in Vegas. So it's like a little show dog. And this like- is why, yeah. And this is why I feel like it's all so weird. She got that residency in Vegas. It was making like a million a week. 300,000 per uh, show. It was a huge hit. And when they announced the new location, she was, it was like a live stream. She was supposed to perform it herself. And she showed up, waved at everyone, walked down the stage, threw the red carpet, said hi to everyone, and left in the limo. That was it. She didn't perform. She didn't do interviews. And I think three weeks later, she canceled the residency. And since then, she's been off the grid. Now she's been with the lawyers and the courts. Trying Basically, what's going on from what they're saying is she's not going to perform anymore and make them money until she has her rights back and can remove that uh, conservatorship. Yeah, her post on Instagram. And yeah, like the stuff that the people are saying about her cryptic Instagram posts about like it's basically like a cry for help. She wants to get free. And and there's documentaries with her and talking about how she doesn't feel free. She feels sad. And you can see it in her face. She's doing all these things, but she feels like, she's like, yeah, if I can just get my things back, my freedom back. And then she's like, I just feel sad. Imagine you're, you're just doing whatever people tell you all day. They're watching you all day. That's what she said in the documentary. Like just constantly watching you telling you what to do how to or or, or, or who can visit you who yeah can... and and that's bad it's crazy you know that dad's a piece of shit yeah and and it's just really bad because this has been going on for over 10 years damn you know she's kind of like a great dude, documentary like, like, i thought it was really interesting and it brings hey, good insight. She feels like it's just like a like a slave kind of like it's just like a yeah, walking a puppet. a puppet. Like oh, go make me money and That's screw what thing, you want. Even right now with all the courts and the lawyers, that's all being paid for by her. It's her money. Like her dad and his lawyers that that are saying to keep to stay in that power. And, and it's so hard for to like. It's all in her money. Yeah, and and she's trying, but what is it? Or that lawyer said that it's hard to. It's hard because, how can with you how it? that law works, how do you say you know, and the how do you dad, prove like like look, I'm, I'm, I'm mentally capable, and clearly I'm sure she is. At the end of the day, she's a grown woman, you know, and I don't know. It was a really great documentary, and I, I think it it all makes sense with what's going on. It's still going on. It's a it's a thing that's really happening. That I I don't see a lot of 
in the media or anything. I I seen this like on TikToks and stuff like that, but I haven't seen it anywhere. And and again, I think it's because it puts the media in a bad light. It puts everything in a uh, bad well, light. She's just pretty much like trapped. You well, know, it's literally their fault. Yeah, they you know they they pushed her to that. They point. pushed her to that brink where man to say the hairdresser didn't even want to shave her hair off. She was like, I'll do it myself. And you see her just shaving it all on her own, you know, to reach that point. I mean, you see the paparazzi footage and everything. It's rough. It's a, it's a really good documentary and, and it's, it's crazy how all that came to be. Cause it's true. You look at what, like with her and Justin Timberlake, but she got all the shit. Justin Timberlake was good, but then she was getting all this, you're this, you're 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 a whore, you dress Man. like you're an unfit mother. She was a joke on the media for who knows how long. Like just a joke. Like if you mentioned Britney Spears at that time, it was like, ha oh, oh, ha oh. ha. She was on game shows. You know? That's bad. It's pretty bad. And you know, there was one scene that the paparazzi followed her and she literally couldn't get into her ex husband's house to see the kids, so she was leaving. And the paparazzi came up to her with a camera like, oh, Brittany, how are you doing? Is everything okay? We're worried about you while recording her. She got out of the car, got the umbrella, and bashed his car. And he said it. Oh, that was the money shot. You got to pay a lot of money and for that. Yeah, I'm sure he did. And she was doing that because she was pissed at him. She was having a rough night, you know? And the headline was, Brittany is denied into her ex-husband's home to see kids throws rage and then the picture of her hitting a car window meaning like she went up you read that headline as an average consumer that's going to believe it you're going to be like oh my god dude Brittany's going crazy she went to this guy's house and started bashing this car because she couldn't see the kids in reality she's being provoked by these paparazzis that don't leave her alone and you see her crying in interviews and it's just there's so much more and it's I can only imagine how that must have been in a time where there was no social media where you can go and... And no maybe, one cares. Maybe go on a podcast. And no one cares. And yeah, where you can go on a podcast and talk about yourself openly and freely without it being scripted or being, you know, with some asshole TV host. Or on your own social media, posting yourself. What are you doing? What people... Allowing what you want to be seen for people, you know? Back then, it was just go on TV, answer some, like I mean, personal questions. Because back then, it was all about who you're dating and sh- them going to shows together. That's not the case anymore. Uh, I, it, I I don't know. It was, it was, I don't know if I'm missing anything, but I thought it was a really good documentary. Yeah. Um, I, I believe everything that's going on. I mean, her brother was on a podcast, and he was talking about it. But everybody's just always kind of like, oh, yeah, I don't know. You know, it's like if they can't talk about it, you know. And then when they asked, oh, do you think she's being confined against her will about all this. And he's like, Oh yeah, all the time. And he's like, Oh, I'm just kidding. When people joke around, you got to be careful because sometimes they might be saying the truth, you know? And from what we know, who knows, man, who knows? Cause those situations when it involves power, money and the industry as a whole, we don't know. And what it looks like right now, she's refusing to do any more shows or perform mm. until she's, she's free. So, and that makes it seem like she's like capable. Yeah, she's capable to be like, "Hey, I am not doing anything until I am financially just free to do with what I with my." It's not just her money; it's her estates, everything, like her properties. It's her whole life, you know. It's crazy. Uh, it's a great documentary. Uh, I would recommend it. anything else. Did anything else stick out with you? I mean, I tried to nail all the main points, but I mean, the fact is that the only way she gets free is if the dad is the one that has to say. Yeah, the oh, con- the con- the conservator is yeah. the one that can be like, okay, we think she's good. Hopefully, she could, but I, I don't know. That's uh, a, like it's a, a tough situation, but it seems like maybe she'll get there. Um, but man, apparently they were like drugging her, and they were just mentally unfit. Let's take her money. You know, yeah, it's bad. So, great documentary, and I think it really ties into perfectly with Social Dilemma and, like, the movie Truman Show that I think really tackles these two things because Truman Show, it's about that. Like, Jim Carrey said, it was about his fame and the popularity and how it felt and 
And then Social Dilemma actually gives a couple of examples of Truman Show and about social media and, you know, and uh, we're going to talk, I guess we'll talk about Social Dilemma now, but that's that's our thoughts on the Britney, framing Britney. I, I think it's really crazy, uh, that whole thing. I, again, you don't know, you know, you, you, we used to believe everything the media told us back then, you know. This person's crazy and you would joke about it. Like, oh, she's crazy. Ho, ho, ho. That's, that's so funny. Without actually understanding the, you know, mental health and what's really going on there. That's ta- that's taxing of people just wanting to criticize you and record everything you do and, and misjudge you. That's, and what get, you that, that's what you can't be famous that young, man. And yeah. getting everything of you of yours out of context. Yeah, it's bad. At the end of the day, it's nobody's business, you know. You know, free Britney, you know, <laughs> free Britney. That's like the, uh, that's the movement right now. And let's see, you know, it's getting, it's getting a lot of traction. When things get traction, it's usually a good sign. So, uh, I want to jump into social dilemma because we saw these back to back. And again, I think they, they go hand in hand perfectly about the power of media, TV networks, media, and also now with social media, because I think they both suffer the same problems, you know? Even though with social media, you have a little bit more room to give out your own voice. But you can also just give out misinformation or things out of context in the same light. And like mislabel people and stuff like that. Um, Social Dilemma, I mean, what did you think of that? I thought it was a pretty good documentary. No, it's good. It's pretty crazy. I can't look at my phone or social media the same way knowing how much info they they get on you. you How much time you spend on a picture. It literally tracks from how much retention you're having on every picture. So it it sees what you're looking at. So if you right now, like like what was it you were saying earlier, your Instagram is full of Instagram models. So they're seeing when you're, you know, if you're looking at a girl, a model for like 20 seconds, you're like, oh, that's nice. You know, they see that and they're like, okay, this is what he likes. He likes. Let's try to give him more of that in the algorithm. It's basically the algorithm and the layouts. It's set to play you, to use you as, you know, to addict you. And because they make their money off of ads. These companies are giving these tech companies money for, you know, to put their ads on there. Not because they care about the product, but because they know, okay, you have billions of people, millions of people on your platform and they're staying on there for a long time. We want to pay you to keep their attention on this app and get, you know, show our ads. It's kind of scary. You know, it's like we're being used basically, you know, yeah. to consume more and more. It's like what the uh, former creative of Instagram, like who started in the early days of Instagram when Instagram was actually like pretty cool, uh, that it's like a mall now. It's not a creative cool thing anymore it's just a mall it's just consumer shit and just like ads here ads there buy this buy that here's a shop here's a shop and it's uh, um this documentary was really interesting on how, how social media is how much data they get how much they track everything you do what you like and feed that algorithm algorithm feeding into that and they kind of lost their morale their ethics a little bit it's not about how to help people or make them make keep have this as a tool right like when steve jobs that video of him coming out with the mac you know he's like i I want this to be the bicycle for people but for the mind as a tool it's not about that anymore now it's just about how can we latch you onto this and become addicted to it so you can stay on our platform and just stay hooked on it. How can we just manipulate you into that? And the power that these social medias have, it it alters how you think, how you feel, and you don't even know it. They can get an emotional response from you, and that can change your perspective on something and just subconsciously. It's it's brainwashing, basically. It's literally brainwashing. And I think the documentary did really well with with explaining that i mean one of the head former vps of like pinterest and then i think it was like facebook and all that 
he said that this, he thinks, is going to lead ultimately to a civil war. And it's true because you have one side of like the world or the country consuming their version of what their reality is, right? And the algorithm feeds them more of that. Like the like they gave an example about the flat earth theory, right? About you watch one flat earth video and it's going to just keep feeding you more and more. And next thing you know, I think Kyrie, they're talking about Kyrie Irving. He said, yeah, like I went down that rabbit hole and I believed it, you yeah. know? And they were talking about that how, so if I'm consuming one form of content, another person, we have two different realities about what we think of the world, you know? And these companies have that power to put in whatever they want to convince you or brainwash you of whatever. It it has control over elections, political, like politics, uh, entertainment, like whatever it is. It's really crazy. And they were talking about, yeah, like with elections and stuff like that, you can just pump in. They, they have the power to manipulate elections and people's yeah. minds for anything. Who to vote for, get things out of context and portray it a one way and trigger an emotional response. I can watch a video out of context and I'll be like, and but like the social media is feeding me that. And it's, and you do that to billions of people, you're altering their mind state of what they think about something. And that leads to huge, and that's why they were saying in the documentary why there's such big division in the country right now is because two different types of people are getting their own types of information, and there's a lot of false information as well. Yeah. And I think that's what I was saying with the Britney Spears thing. And this is... The media and social media now, it's the same, it's the same, you know, it's the same issue, it's the same problem that they keep doing about, they want to give you those nice headlines, they want to put things out of context to trigger your emotional response so you can latch on to whatever the content is and you're in, they get a click, they get this, and it's a problem that's continuing to happen. And the fact that they're manipulating us in a way where we're being brainwashed we're being addicted to our phones they're trying to find ways so that you're on your phone as much as possible that's crazy that's kind of scary and they track everything they're tracking if you're stalking someone's page they see that now they the algorithm knows that for to have that person maybe as like a primary on your account let them know of some you know it's like this thing that they see what you like in the and then that algorithm you know, and how the algorithm works, they're saying is like they create the algorithm in that way, but the algorithm takes a life of its own and it's just constantly evolving to what the person is, you know, personally. So everybody has a personal, like, algorithm based on what they like and don't like. Yeah, so not everyone's seeing the same thing. Not everyone is getting the same information. Not everyone is getting the same content, you know. that One example that they said that was incredible how it works is you go on Google because this documentary was mainly pointing towards Google and Facebook. Those are the two big ones. And they're saying how Google you can put, I think you you search climate change is, and depending on where you are in the country or in the world, your auto, um, your predictions to search it, like the search bar are going to be completely different. The results. So you put climate change is, and then the little prediction bar that comes down, if you're there, basically what it meant is depends on where you are. So if you're in an area that's maybe more people that don't believe in climate change in that specific demographic of an area, you're going to get those type of responses based off where you are. And then if I'm in somewhere else that maybe this particular area thinks climate change should be, you know, pro like against it or for it, basically, it's based on where you are. That's re- that's crazy. You know, that they have that power. And I don't know. I just found that super interesting. And it's something that the documentary really brings light to on how with the younger generation, you know, the The suicide and, you know, between young teens, older teens. And and not even they have their kids use it. And they're the ones who are making it. Yeah. the, The people who develop these softwares and algorithms. Don't have their kids using it. They even become addicted to it 
like the creator is getting addicted to their own creation. You know, one of the guys executives said it, one of the engineers, he said he catches himself at home just wanting to go on. And he's like, I'm literally getting hooked on what I created. I'm becoming that user. And these creators, all these engineers and executives, they don't even let their kids go on social media till they say high school. And I agree with that because because yeah, middle school is already hard. Yeah, you, so you're, high you're school, young. You're developing. You're not. You're you're confused. You're when you're growing up. Not all some you know they're confused about themselves, the self esteem, anything. Right? You're just growing up as a kid. So imagine you go on social media with all these beauty standards and all these things, and all it does is they're showing it was like over a hundred percent increase in in like depression, uh, non fatal self harm in young teens and older teens because of what they see on social media, you know? And it's not that these companies started off with that negative thought or evil, you know, they start, they, they meant good, but then it just, with the good also comes the bad, right? Because yes, there's great things on it, right? How you can go out there and connect or you can try to share good news. You can, like, there's good things about social media, of course, yeah. but like the creator of the like button for Facebook, he said, yeah, we went for it just to share like a love and positive thing. Like, oh, I like your page. But he's like, we never would thought that by creating this like button, it was actually going to mean an increase in depression and anxiety because people aren't getting, they feel that their worth is based off those likes. So if I don't get enough likes, I feel like my worth is nothing. They didn't know that, obviously, but like these are the repercussions of these kind of, you know, and the thing is technology and social media is evolving so quick and so fast. These companies don't even have regulations. They answer to no one. Nope. And that's a big deal when you have when other countries and uh, politicians or, you know, rich people can influence other billions of people. Just by putting money in and saying, hey, we want this on your platform. You know, that affects elections, that affects politics, that affects people, that affects everything. And I think that's a really big deal. And I mean, we're seeing that today. We see it. You know, if you have a big tech like this that's has a certain bias, yeah. that has a certain bias in the world, in, the, in politics or in the world or anybody... That's a big deal when you see that because they can literally choose who they want to be heard and not heard. And that's a problem that's been going on right now. I, um, I actually talked about it with Octavio on the podcast about the censoring. If, you have, if you're that powerful, they can choose what content you see and what content you don't see. And all everybody has their own opinion. So... If their opinion happens to be different than yours, they can choose to have their pr- platform not show that opinion or censor that and show only. And this affects everything. This affects politics. This affects people, celebrities, the world, foreign yeah. issues, everything. You know, you have foreign, you can have foreign governments use these platforms to destabilize the country. The documentary talks about this. How they can go on these platforms and destabilize by joining groups and starting like different like conversations and saying, you know, and pushing certain narratives and then causing this tension, this traction in platforms. And that's why right now, especially with the country, is very divided. And mm-hmm. it's causing and one of the VPs and uh, of these companies said, yeah, like he thinks that this is going to lead to a civil war. This it it could potentially be an exis, uh, existential threat to society. Not because watching this on your phone is going to make you want to go on and everybody kill each other or anything, but it'll lead to everybody not even wanting to have discussions anymore about their beliefs. And th- they feel like, no, you're wrong, I'm right, and there's no middle ground anymore. That leads to violence. That leads to to just no compromise and people acting irrationally where they they think, no, you're wrong, I'm right, and that's it. And it's causing a huge tension in the country, right? When yeah. you have 
And all this is with social media. It's happening. And that's what the, the, the VP was saying. He's like, I think this would start a civil war. And they think that it could end society at some point. Because yeah. if you have this discourse all the time, people fighting, and we see it on Twitter. We see it where it's very toxic. Dude, nobody, Twitter sucks. Nobody <laughs> wants to hear anybody else anymore. Twitter is bad. And Twitter when you see toxic. that, it, it's true. It'll lead to a point where everybody's going to want to fight each other. And it's literally destabilizing the country and people where it'll lead to a civil war. Yeah. And th- this is a guy coming from where he worked in these companies. And he feels like this is not like a conspiracy thing. He said, I think it could lead to a civil war if this keeps going like this. The social media is altering how we think, how we feel and triggering our emotions, even if that what they're showing us is not true, but they have the ability to show us what what to show us and not to show us. Yeah. And that's leading to a big problem with our society that people can just start fighting each other. And, and I mean, it's happening now already. You know, it's really crazy how much data they have and there's no regulations on it. It's just there's nobody. They answer to no one. Yeah. You know, and it, it, it's. It's a lot. It's crazy, you know, and because it it really does tie into just everything, you know, it's the same sort of manipulation that we saw with the Britney Spears stuff in the media, but now it's happening on social media and it's to have algorithms that can manipulate you or if you haven't been on the app long enough, it'll give you a little notification will pop up. Hey, your friend just posted Instagram does that to me all the time. I can not be on Instagram like the whole day and it'll say, hey, uh, so-and-so just posted for the first time. Come check it out. Why would it notify me that, you know? Yeah. It's just so I can click it, see the post. Next thing you know, I'm back on the platform, you know? And it's so, it's it's a lot. It's so interesting, the power of social media. And the first thing they say is, because, yeah, we get addicted the release of dopamine when we get a notification when we get a like when we get a comment um the first thing they say is turn off your notifications on your phone so that your phone never goes off in your pocket or anything you check it when you check it and it is it affects a lot of things that's a big deal that these social media platforms can do that you know and man i'm trying to think of what else? I mean, between the rise of anxiety, depression. Um, I, I did like the documentary, how it gave like a little like short film on the side yeah. to give an example of what was going on. I did like the analogy of like having like little workers in as the software, like trying to figure you out to keep you on and and all that. I thought that was cool. It was a really well done documentary. Yeah. And it, I don't know. It, it's just all so spot on. Um, I don't know. Anything else? I mean, did, did I miss anything? What Like what stood out with you? Just how much shit they have. It's a lot. How yeah. much time you spend. How much like how much time you spend on a photo. How much time you're scrolling. That's, that's really personal. You know, like they can see how. Like, like, so you're constantly just being timed. I'm like okay, They're okay, like everything. This this picture a second on this one, ten seconds on. Let's give more of that. They're watching everything. So oh, if like they like, see like you're he on... likes fighting videos. Let's give more fighting. Yeah, like if they see you're on a certain guy it's or girl's it, page. Yeah, because like it's true. They were talking about how AI, how I was talking about AI is gonna like destroy the world, but it's like we already have it. That is the AI. It's adapting that is the AI. and it's... figuring you out. It can predict what you're gonna do before you even do it. That's how powerful this algorithm is. That it can predict. What you're yeah, gonna it's like do when, before when you're on, you even uh, do it on on Instagram? When you hit the refresh, something new is gonna pop up. What's gonna? It's like? they said it. They it's just like this. It's the same concept as slot machines, that you swipe it, and you don't know what you're gonna get. So you get that little feeling, that rush of okay, what's what is anything new gonna pop up when I refresh? That's how it works. It's insane. It's insane because it's just fucking crazy. How I can be right now on Instagram and they're tracking how long I'm looking at a post. It's like when that one time I was talking about uh, Wendy's. 
It's like, oh, you yeah. know, like Wendy's. And then when I woke up the next day, I yes. got like ads on Instagram at Wendy's. Yeah. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? How do I have I, ads of Wendy's? Yeah. I've never. I can talk about something or look up something once on Google. And on Instagram, it's popping up as ads everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Or I never because I think we're talking about like uh, we're, we're to eat. I was like, oh, like Wendy's. Yeah, you know, I can go for Wendy's. You have an ad on Wendy's. And then, dude, I'm not even joking. The next day I woke up, I opened my phone. And I saw an ad on Instagram about Wendy's. I was like, about, oh, uh, two for five. I was like, what? Hey, Josh, weren't you talking about this burger? Yeah, no, but that's the thing. I was like, dude, I was like, how yeah. does it even know I was talking about Wendy's? It's insane. It's talking tracks, about practice. It, it <laughs> tracks everything. All these platforms do. That's an algorithm that can, pre- it'll pick up everything about you and then predict it onto the next time and track you. You know what it is that if you're stalking someone's page, it sees that. It knows that. So it'll track that as information. You looked at this person's post. Yeah, so if for, that person ever posted something. It'll let you or know. anything. It'll let you know, hey, this person posted for the first time. Or maybe it'll put it on the primary on your stories. Yeah, like, like it'll be the first one you see. Yeah. It's crazy. The whole thing is just honestly crazy. And... and if you're looking at this person's post more than another, okay, they like this person's post. They can see how long you're looking at everything, how long. That's insane. It's, it's it's really insane. And they, they gave that example with Truman Show. What was it that it said of how, yeah, you're just being looked at at all times. It's like, what was it? They, like, it's like you're in the Matrix, but you don't know that you're in the Matrix. Yeah, because you're just so consumed by it. And... These companies are selling off. They're they're selling not based off what the platform is, but based off you. Oh, hey, I got that. They call us users. Yeah, we're all users. And, and there's a quote that says, "There's only the only two things that call people users are like uh, for drugs and I think um, the internet, the internet or platforms like these platforms. They call you users, and it's it's crazy." Yeah, there needs to be like a reform. It needs to be more. There needs to be regulation on on yeah. on this because it, it is dangerous. It it can, it can lead to bad for shit. young kids. It's very dangerous, and that's what the, the the film talked about with kids. It's very dangerous because there's a uh, people that want to do these plastic surgeries for the Snapchat dysphoria thing. People want to do surgeries, plastic surgeries, to look more like a Snapchat filter. This is what what. This is unrealistic beauty. These are the standards that are happening with social media. And, and it's, it's a crazy thing, you know, unrealistic standards, with beauty with lifestyle, with anything, right? Instagram or any of these platforms, it's just a lot of highlights of people's lives, but we don't really see what's going on, you know? And it's such a good movie. It was it was a great documentary. You watch it's just so much information that you're just like, oh my god, you know. There's so much information, and they don't care. Like the, that's what it talks about. They don't care about the moral, the morality of it, of what's right or wrong. They don't care that they're treating as us long like on the app. a bunch well, of we're lab rats. Well, that's what they the said. People like their kids like six hours on Instagram. Yeah, they're saying that the. We're like lab rats, basically. They're just trying to figure out how to do different, you know, just to get their ads on it's there and make hours some money. On Instagram, it's fucking. It, it's another thing too. Yes, there is really bad stuff. Yeah, okay, but 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 there's also good stuff yeah, too. People grow their businesses, and, and and also too like, um, you can't. Yeah, you could delete it. Obviously, you just delete. It. But also, too, you you, you want to stay informed as well. Like, like you, you just don't want to be completely blind of everything. It's hard because that you know we just finished talking about the Britney Spears about what the TV media does and that yeah. national media that social media with all its um, flaws, but there you are going to get the most raw information. You just yeah. have to do your own research to conclude. Yeah, you it. have to just do the extra work to make sure yeah. that's the accurate. You can't go based off the first thing you see. You no. can't. Yeah, to make sure it's accurate information because, to be honest, you can't trust the media when yeah. it comes to information. And then social media has the power to manipulate how you feel, what you see. It's incredible. Yeah. So, that, so you have to that, go. That's that ex- why it's hard to like Instagram. 
Who gives a fuck about it? Yeah. That, that's just like a fucking shop. They compared it to like what the guy said. It's like a tilt, right? So it's always going to lean one way. The, you know, the algorithm is going to lean you one way of like content and the algorithm. Will yeah. And that's what you. they're saying. Just you follow the people extra work. Or, or follow people that, that you like don't really agree with and you get their point of view. They, yeah, they compare it to going uphill, right? Like if you're tilting downhill, like a lot of content is only one sided and stuff. You have to do the extra work to find more content or more information, and like really diversify. Yeah, like your never sources. click on YouTube. They're they're, they're recommended. They're recommended. Yeah. Always find what you want to look for. Yeah, because that's just the the system being like, oh, we think you'll like this. You're predicting like it's predicting what you think you're gonna watch. It's it's really an AI. It's yeah. an AI, and that's like and yeah, it's true because they're talking about how. You talk about AIs, you think of Terminator. But this is the or, AI that's eventually going to destroy us. This AI. Not the cyborg Terminator that's going to kill us all by shooting us. The AI that we're yeah, creating and it's in also these like, softwares. And not just... With, and also, like... with Like, uh, like for me, like I, I, I caught myself... I was doing my homework, and I was writing. And I and was you like... you just want to check. No, no, no. I, I don't need my phone. But I, but I kept... Like, like, with my writing, I kept misspelling words... Because because I'm so used to like texting of texting of the autofill correct yeah and that's something that I was like damn I feel like stupid now yeah and 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 it's because you know why because we're texting all day and the phone is constantly guiding us with you and, can and, misspell a word on purpose but you know it'll autocorrect exactly and, so and, and 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 the way it kind of affects your thinking and it's also weird writing it out we don't write as much anymore and you know and the, uh, when I was writing I was like you man feel I feel I was like oh my god I feel weird writing and I, you like, feel weird spelling a word out yeah I was like oh my god I was like man like, I'm sp- like, I don't know I'm so used to like oh my phone is gonna fill it out for the me the letters there you put the letter in let it auto correct and you're set yeah, yeah so it, that's the one thing too it's like it's amazing how I, I think eventually we're not gonna get I wanna say that dumber but we're not gonna have the same like in the sense of, because uh, because if you look, we have to write an essay. You have the Microsoft Word. It, it guides you yeah. on how to do things. Like like it's it's like you feel like you're not. Yeah, as we're very like pampered in that sense. Very where, pampered because because I never we're, we're writing something feels weird. It's like wow, I haven't written anything. Yeah, and, and I come myself like like I misspelled a few words. It's like man, like why am I misspelling it just so feels much? Weird, yeah. Because I, I never this never happened to me before. Like to yeah. misspell this much, and that's because I'm so used to just. The phone constantly. Autocorrect. And, and that's why, like, I, I turn off, like, I wanna, I'm want i trying to figure out how to turn off autofill. I don't know how to not do that no more. So I just, okay, I want to, like, spell the word on my own. I don't forget that because I feel like you forget words. Yeah, yeah. It's it's weird. It's weird. Like, I, like, I know I feel dumber now than I did before. I don't it's, know why. It's crazy, man. It, who knows? Maybe I'm getting dumber. Who knows? <laughs> it's it's really interesting, you know, and, and it's a great documentary. We saw really two really good documentaries today yeah. I thought they were really interesting deep information yeah a lot of information yeah just the phones uh, I'll probably do that I'll probably turn off the notifications yeah it's... and and Insta- if we, I have an Instagram and I never check it yeah I the only thing I check like like I think more is Twitter just because I want to find out about movie stuff yeah just like, stuff like, like that like movie stuff gaming news Stuff like that. It's so crazy. But other than that, that's pretty much it. I just I don't have TikTok. I don't have Snapchat. I don't yeah. have. I hate TikTok. That shit. That shit's like I don't get it. Yeah, it's it's crazy. What's what's? It's a great documentary, and uh, it really just. What's your average on your phone? Huh? Does it tell you? Your usage. Uh, uh, it's usually a few hours. It's a few hours. Mine's like only like two. I hit like three hours, maybe. I I, I get like two three. Yeah. And that's mostly. When I'm about to go to sleep, yeah, I just like okay, I check it real quick and yeah, it's yeah like three hours something. Because like most that, of the maybe. day, and I'm not really on it. Yeah, I, I I go on to like post for the podcast and everything stuff like that, but I mean, but I, I don't do six, eight like these other people like crazy amount of hours. Yeah, I, I I think the most I've done is maybe four hours, maybe. No, I never done. Four. And that's like on a you know unless you're watching slow porn day. Before, yeah, you've been been grinding it out all yeah. night and all nighter. But man, it, it, it's it, it's crazy. It's it's a good documentary. There's so much information in it. I'm trying to. We just finished watching both documentaries, so it's I, a lot. It's, I, a, it's lot. a lot of information to take in. I, I I thought it was funny though. The little short film, like the three workers. I don't know why that was funny. The which one? The 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 three workers like talking about what to give the kid to, like to the for his post. Oh yeah, yeah. I because it was, funny. it was like a little funny, interesting take on it, but it's. 
it, I think it helps you process the idea better of how it works. Yeah. And because it's true, it's it's really interesting. Huh? Yeah, and like how the, the the daughter couldn't go without dinner without the phone. Yeah, and it it's true. It is like that. It ruins. Well, I haven't like seen someone that bad, but I'm sure there are people. That it are ruins that. connection. You don't connect with people. Like when the son in this little short film, he was talking to his friend about the girl that he likes, but then he got distracted on his phone. They forgot about the whole conversation. And it's true. It's like it, there's a decrease in like relationships, romantic relationships. Well, I mean, you meet people through Bumble now like like you and that's fine no 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 but yeah, it's fine they but I'm we're, saying it's changing. we're connected but in the same way we're disconnected we're not going it's, up it, to it's someone. a lot like wally in that sense where yeah. they're sitting right next to each other but they're not turning they're just like on the yeah. screen talking to each other and a lot like, of people what they say it's it's removing those difficult layers that make you grow as a person like those challenges those to, challenges to break out your comfort zone to break out of your comfort zone to grow as a person right you people still do this obviously but yeah. if there's a girl at your school and you like that girl the difficult thing to do is would to be to her. go up to her and talk to her I just do it but when you do do it and if it goes well if it goes bad but you gotta you kind of get that sense of confidence like i did it i i talked to her i made that move i did the hard thing now just the easy thing to do is follow them on instagram maybe like their pictures you don't have to deal with that confrontation anymore we're, we're we're putting this barrier in between human connection that it's not a good thing because then when you do have to go and talk to someone, we're all connected online, but go and talk to someone that's online a lot. They're very hard to talk to or they're very like nervous or they get social anxiety. Like you feel like conversations are harder now. Yeah, because it's... Because, because you're not used to a one-on-one interaction You can't anymore. compare a keyboard to... Like, Person to person in face, like, oh my god, wait, this is weird. Yeah, everybody's used to like a brief little DM, it's not like a real conversation. Yeah, and a lot of people who rely on that too much, it's very hard to go up to a person and start a conversation. You get nervous, you get that, you that, get that, that social, social anxiety. anxiety, and it's it's just adding this difficult layer between you and human connection that it's hard, you know. Um, and again, like, it, there's nothing wrong with, like, the online dating stuff. No, 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 I get it. But it, it is a but very it, it does different change, approach. It does change the way it is. Like, because like, like, back then, it was more like, you have to go up to her, you have to shoot your shot. And but it, now it adds a growth to you as a person. Yeah. That I think now, it's very interesting, you're online, you're just looking at a picture of someone. And that picture could be altered. It could be with a filter. It could be so. It's like there's adding these layers and taking away this this intimacy, that this natural intimacy where you just go up to a person and you pick up their vibe right away and you see if you connect with this person that you don't really get when you're texting on a phone, you know, and it's it plays a big role because it. it especially with texting or communicating over a phone like that there's so many ways of interpreting a message or what they mean i can be a dry texter and a girl i'm talking to can be a really nice very enthusiastic texter i just i can happen to just to text really dry like oh okay thanks period you know how you text someone yeah it's like, oh what an you asshole can, when you text someone that's older they text very dry and you're like oh is he mad at me or something and it's like no that's just how they text not everybody texts with the same amount of enthusiasm or emotion as you do because that happens to me sometimes i'll text someone about something and I, I realize like you know they'll put like oh um they'll put okay dot 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 talk to you later and then as a younger person you're like what does the dot 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 mean what does the period 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 mean is he like mad or something? But it's like, what is he mad about? Where I just text. It, you go through the, all these different interpretations because my way of texting is different than yours, and we in, we can interpret yeah, those things I, very I, differently. I text very dry. So it's yeah. It's, I because like oh, you want to get this? I put yes. But then like, like I just don't. a person can be like oh, why is he so dry? Does he not like me? But in reality, if you're talking in person, I'm saying hey, do you want to go get ice cream? And they're like oh yeah sure. It's all about the vibes and the connection and the the um, the body language you don't get that yeah, the vibe and everybody texts very different you can have someone who's really sweet that you talk to in person they're great then when you text them they text very dry just naturally and you're like oh this person seems a little but they're not that at all so again it's just like this extra layer that's very difficult and yeah like what well, that was one was that that joke when that girl texted him 
in the short film. Yeah. He was like, he put a fire emoji, and the guy's like, oh, I thought he was going to send the, uh, the the eggplant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was funny. It's it's so crazy. And how you can have Is a it whole... the kid from Crazy Stupid Love? No. He no, looks no. like him. He looked like him a little bit, but no, no. I thought about that. But yeah, man. I don't know. It's it's it's, it's it. crazy. Social media is crazy. Yeah, we're all being watched. Fuck it. We really are. You have your porn history. Yeah, hide everything. Hide everything now. No, but I don't know, man. I mean... It's a great documentary, guys. Check it out if you haven't, because uh, it's really good. And these two documentaries, really good. Highly recommend them. I hope you guys saw them already, and then you can just comment with us and let us know what you thought, anything that we missed, or any points that you guys want to give out, and we'll answer on the on the chats and the comments and stuff like that. So, uh, thank you guys so much for watching us on YouTube. If you're watching us, thank you for listening. Thank you guys so much. Till the next one. Goodbye.